Good morning, Christchurch. It is a privilege to be able to share some thoughts with you on my final Sunday as your curate. As I was thinking and praying about what God might want me to bring to you all this morning, I was interrupted. I was in our lounge in the armchair, which has become one of those prayer spaces in my house, particularly in lockdown. I was sitting, looking out of the window into the garden, hearing the birds, watching the trees blow in the wind. It was really peaceful and I waited in the silence. Suddenly, who zooms into the room banging and crashing but Zachary? And in his hand was this. Now, if you have ever spent any time with children aged between four and ten, you will know that one of these is a transformer. Zachary had this in his hand and he got into the armchair I was sitting in, which was clearly the place where this transformer had to be transformed into this shark, into, if you twist it round, this man here. And save all the people on the armchair from the baddies in Zachary's game. Now this interruption got me thinking. This transformer got me thinking. I wanted to bring this morning a reflection on my time with you at Christchurch, but also share with you the aspect of my time here that has been the greatest privilege to be a part of and share that with you all. And that is why I was seeking God in prayer, because from a human perspective, there have been so many moments, so many stories, so many ministries over these past two years that I've been so thankful to be a part of. But this interruption, this transformer, this God moment made it so clear as to what has been the greatest privilege to be a part of in my time here at Christchurch. And that is the transformation seen in you as the people of Christchurch because of the love of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit in your lives. Now, I'm not going to name any specific people or specific events, but each of these transformational moments have happened in my time here. So because of Jesus' love for each and every one of us and the Spirit's work in our lives, I have seen people of no faith, in fact, resistant to faith, have encounters with the Holy Spirit that have transformed them from the person they were, the atheist or agnostic, into a believer in Jesus Christ, actively becoming his apprentice. Naming their sins, repenting of them, saying that they believe and trust in Jesus and committing to live a life in honour and service of him. Seeing their lives radically shift, radically transformed by Jesus' love. And being able to pray with many of those people and baptise some will be a lasting memory of my time here. And this is why we gather, isn't it? This is why we witness to our communities. This is why we go out in mission to see lives transformed in the name of Jesus.
see people come to faith in him, putting their trust in him. But I haven't just seen people transformed from no faith to faith in Christ. I have seen the daily transformation in people as they obediently and faithfully walk in apprenticeship with Jesus, giving each day to him, growing daily more in love with Jesus and with their communities that Christ has called them to be a part of. Our calling as Christians, as apprentices of Jesus, is both to introduce people to Jesus who don't know of his love, but it is also to walk alongside, encourage and mentor, and be walked alongside, be encouraged and be mentored as people who believe and trust in Jesus, as we corporately grow more and more into his likeness. Not only these two things have I seen, but I've seen people healed, both physically, mentally and spiritually, transforming their lives. I've seen the power of Jesus' love set people free of addiction, set people free of chains binding them. I've seen of, countless encounters of you, the people of Christchurch, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Countless times seen Jesus' love poured out afresh. Countless times seen broken people and people without a father come and encounter a loving heavenly dad. This is what I live and long for. This is what we all should live and long to see. Transformation. Both in the lives of ourselves and in the lives of others. So truly, I want to thank God for my time here and the privilege of seeing people here in this place and across the town of Southport being transformed by him. Now, during this interruption, the time I spent joining in with Zachary as we played these Transformers together. Hang on. Before, did I say only people aged four to ten like Transformers? Yeah, that, that's a lie. I love playing with these Transformers. Anyway, as we were playing, I noticed that to transform these toys, you had to make an active decision to transform them. I mean, this sounds really obvious, doesn't it? I had to make the conscious decision to twist the head and pull the legs out and so on. And that, it took some effort also. You know, it doesn't just happen. On the transformer Zachary has, he can't just press a button and the toy transform. No, he has to make the decision and put the effort in to transform these toys from one thing to another. And this is my final encouragement and challenge for you all to be transformed into the likeness of Jesus. It takes both a conscious decision, stepping out in faith, and that decision and that transformation takes effort. In fact, it takes a whole lifetime of effort to be transformed into the likeness of Christ. Now, the first decision I would encourage you to think about today is if you have not repented 
and put your trust in Jesus. Do you want your life to be different? Do you want your life to be transformed? Do you want to know the love Jesus wants to pour upon you? Let us know. We would love to talk to you about the Christian faith, about Jesus and his love for you. The second decision is an ongoing decision. A decision for apprentices of Jesus to daily and continually walk in step with Christ, being transformed by him. Now for this, I want to turn to our passage for today. It is a really rich and deep passage, which I'm not going to have time to do justice in. Tune in to the deeper episode this week for a more in-depth look at this passage. But the first three verses of Colossians 3 make clear the ongoing decision we as apprentices of Jesus need to make. This is those verses. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When we gave our lives over to Christ, when we said to Jesus, I am going to follow you, our old self died. And we were reborn and renewed into our new lives with Christ. Praise God. I am so glad that my old self is no longer who I am. But with that comes the daily decision to set our hearts, to set our minds in step with Jesus, deciding each day that we want to be more like him, being transformed by his love. And the passage goes on to describe specific ways we should and shouldn't live when we have made the decision to be Jesus's apprentices. Put to death certain aspects of our old life. Stuff which does not align with our new selves in Christ. And as it says in verse 12, clothe ourselves, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. And this is a decision. And it is also an effort, a conscious effort on our part. An effort not to be tempted into our old ways and an effort to act with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. And above all, as it says in verse 14, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So how are you? going to be daily transformed more into the likeness of Christ by making the daily decision and making the daily effort to set your hearts and minds upon Christ. And as it says in verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. I have had the absolute joy in seeing you, you on this journey, making these first decisions to follow Christ and then making these daily decisions to continue to follow Jesus 
That has been honestly the greatest blessing of being here. Seeing you like this transformer being transformed more and more into the likeness of Jesus. And my encouragement as I leave is for you to fix your eyes and your hearts upon Jesus and make that decision, make the efforts to continue to walk in his ways. I can't wait to hear more stories of lives being transformed, of people saved, healed and set free through the love of Jesus. Now, finally, as a family, we would like to take this moment to thank each and every one of you for your love and kindness over these few years. Christchurch felt very quickly like our home. And it is an emotional day today leaving you all. We will continue to pray for you all, that you continue on your journey of apprenticeship with Jesus and that you make his name known across this town through the ministry and mission of this great place, this great group of people, this great church, Christ Church. Thank you all. God bless to you all. I'm just going to pray for you before I close. Father God, I pray for each and every person in Christ Church that they would set their minds and hearts on you. That they would daily make the decision and daily make the effort to walk in your ways. So that, Lord, others will come to know of their love for you and your love for them. Lord, be with each and every person here at Christchurch. Be with them through this journey of their apprenticeship with you. Bless them by your holy name. Amen.